Greetings, pensionistas, and welcome to the Power of Pensions podcast. Today, I'm joined by Raul Mallard, who's a property investor specialising in social housing and also a commentator on the subject. Last time we had him on, he gave us a good introduction to social housing, what it is, how people can get involved. And today, he's promised to give us a case study on um, a, a real live deal. Um, but first and foremost, I mean, Will, this sounds like a real... Um, a really complex area of investment with a lot of moving parts. I mean, how do you even find the deals to start with? So it's a, um, it's a great question, James, and I, I get asked at least three times a day. Um, and I suppose the short answer is that, uh, that that's what we do. And it's a huge right. part of our focus is, is out there searching and, um, and actively uh, looking and assessing and um, there's a, uh, I suppose, a screening process that we uh, we put each uh, prospective deal through, and and we've got a a very good uh, methodology for uh, quickly deciding uh, the viability of whether it's worth going a little bit deeper into the analysis. Um, I think one of the uh, one of the big changes in my lifetime uh, has been uh, the ability to leverage technology and uh, the use of, um, of certainly spreadsheets of, of deal analysis uh, and indeed the, the searching tools uh, that are available um, are, are very powerful and they, they, you know, they multiply your ability to uh, to, to find deals. Um, the the other uh, other point that I, I think that is um, not commonly uh, known or utilised by the vast majority of, of people thinking about um, buying property is that the use of buyers agents or deal packages um, in property investment terms where um, people uh, I, I suppose find uh, find property assets for sale and um, package them up as, as uh, effectively as business opportunities. And it varies you know, tremendously the quality of uh, that information, but uh, it, when you combine those, um, those two things, the ability to leverage other people's, uh, I, I suppose, uh, time and expertise and uh, particularly property agents and deal packages with uh, I, I suppose uh, the smart use of technology and analyzing things um, um, you you can get a lot lot further having said that um, the the deal that we are going to go through uh, there's more than 12 months work has gone into putting it together um, and the, uh, the, you know, click your fingers and, and here's a 20% yield opportunity uh, that's cash flowing day one. Um, I haven't quite figured out how to do that yet, uh, but we're, we're working on it. <laughs> well, what would you say the biggest challenge is, though, in finding the deals? Uh, the, probably the biggest challenge is, um, uh, is defining 
what you're looking for more because uh, when there's a, a world of opportunities and, and different methodologies uh, and I suppose property strategies uh, and you've got access to literally hundreds of thousands of, of properties, which most people in the UK aren't aware of, but there's, there's literally hundreds of thousands of properties on the market at any one time. Uh, and there's uh, even more that uh, are available off market um, and when you're spoilt for choice the um, it's very easy to get into a, a, a cycle of spending all your time um, comparing and, and going around in circles without actually making progress towards uh, the securing of a deal which is um, which is a you know, it's one thing to find it, but it's, you've actually got to secure the deal and um, and get it under contract and, and, and put it together in a way that it can be turned into a meaningful investment opportunity. Um, and and that, that's what, you know, uh, we can we can go into in a bit of detail in, in this call. Well, this is leading me on to my next question, because finding... Finding a deal has got to be one thing, but what about funding them once you found them? Presumably, with right. with with such you know, um, with with government backed, effectively government backed income, there's got to be lenders falling all over themselves to lend you money at ridiculously low rates of interest. Is that the case? Well, strangely, it's not. Uh, so, uh, in the social housing space, there's something like two and a half thousand mortgage products on the UK market at any one time. Less than ten of those will lend into social housing. So, uh, um, which is um, there's some really simple reasons why. Uh, there's a um, uh, there's a policy choice by a significant portion um, of uh, the UK uh, property finance market where uh, they've decided to uh, steer away from social housing uh, for, for th three key reasons. Um, and one of them uh, is that when you, you get a, a social tenant who uh, who's living there via a housing association uh, or local authority longer lease, there's an inability on the part of the lender uh, in the event of a default to repossess the property or it would make it extremely difficult to do so. And I'll give you a um, simple scenario. What bank would like to be known as the, uh, the bank that threw... Uh, a bunch of old age pensioners out on the street uh, when they were repossessing a, a social housing property. And what, what the, uh, the strange paradox that, that comes uh, with this is the, the very thing that appeals about social housing to me is the thing that um, causes many banks to turn away. And, and that's the um, I suppose the security uh, over the income, which comes with a longer term lease. So whereas um, most properties operate on what's known as an assured, um, uh, a, a, a let out on what's known as AST or assured 
uh, short tenancy. Um, what the um, what the typical social housing lease looks like uh, is a number of years uh, versus six to twelve months. And uh, for my mind, um, it's it's a no-brainer. What, what, what would you rather have? Would you rather have an institution such as a housing association uh, or an individual? Would you rather have a certainty of income for 5, 10, 15, 20 years? Or would you rather have um, a 6 to 12-month uh, tenure? And there's, there's no question in my mind uh, what appeals more. Um, so what, what you, you end up doing is you, you go into the realm of commercial lending, where uh, effectively you've got to have created a, a, a business which um, you're, you're borrowing against the, uh, the cash flow, not just the value of the property asset. So um, what, what the... Uh, what the basic model is, is that the, um, the commercial lender uh, will look at your property asset as a business and they'll look at what the income coming in is, uh, the outgoings going out and, and what the ongoing cash flows are. Um, and they'll, they'll lend a multiple uh, of that. Now, uh, the multiple varies depending on the property, the type of uh, organisation that you're letting to, uh, the type of tenants that will be um, actually in the property, uh, and there's different categories of those. Uh, the location of the property, um, but it would be not unusual that a, a commercial lender would lend between uh, eight and 12 times uh, the income that you, you, you generate. Um, now, the individual circumstances vary considerably, and, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about uh, how this works in, uh, you know, in a specific example, if you, you'd like. Absolutely. I mean, seeing how it all hangs together from an, um, an investment perspective would be ideal, I think, to, to bring the whole thing to life. Right. OK, so um, I, I'm someone who is uh, extremely passionate about social housing as a uh, as a concept, as an investment proposition. And it's my by far, you know, what I regard as the uh, number one investment strategy for me. I understand it. Um, I can see the um, uh, the uh, the benefits in terms of that when you get it to uh, a good operating level, uh, it becomes uh, increasingly hands off because you're you're handing over the management of the property to um, a, another organisation. And, and that organisation uh, will have a professional uh, property management section. Uh, they handle all of the tenants, the toilets, um, all of the issues that make it uh, less appealing to be a, a landlord. Um, 
So what I'll, I'm going to talk about a, a specific um, investment and um, what, what the investment is, is um, it's via a, uh, a property uh, limited company called Jewsbury Road Property Estates. And that sprang out of a, um, a, an investment that um, uh, was almost put together on an office building in Jewsbury Road in Leeds. And what happened was the, the first lockdown kicked in and we decided to withdraw uh, from the purchase of the office building because we saw uncertainty in the commercial uh, office market um, uh, in Leeds at, at that time. And uh, the, the entity uh, then switched to our, our other opportunities, which was focusing on uh, investing in, I suppose, high yielding social housing properties. And uh, after, uh, and this, this is a secret I probably shouldn't be giving away, but uh, we decided to focus uh, heavily on Barrow and Furness, which is up in Cumbria in the northwest of England. Um, and what we, uh, what we did was a, a couple of deals, uh, which I'll, I'll go into the, the details of, but it totaled uh, 78 rooms over uh, 48 units uh, or flats. And what we're um, what we're we're doing is we're uh, we're currently looking to add investment partners uh, to uh, that entity who are interested in fixed income. And I'll, I'll I'll talk a little bit about what we've we've done so far and how it fits with social housing. So, Dewsbury Road Property Estates um, consists of myself, Will Mallard, uh, Adam Ludlam, Brad Allner, and Luke Simpson. Now, we're an experienced group of uh, property professionals and we've got very different backgrounds. Uh, and what we've done is we've combined our resources uh, specifically to pursue this business opportunity in social housing in Barrow and Furness. Um, our, our skill set is you know, quite diversified. So even though we, we are all property people, uh, Adam comes from a chartered accountancy and mergers and acquisitions background. Um, now, in the background to that, um, he built up a buy-to-let portfolio, uh, which is somewhere over 40 uh, houses, uh, primarily um, social housing um, uh, in a, a slightly different category than we're we're operating in, in this. Um, the rest of us uh, have worked in business consulting um, uh, within the property sector, sales and lettings. Um, Luke, um, and you can look it up, has, has recently uh, sold one of his branches um, uh, of his lettings business um, for a multi-million pound sum. Um, social housing leasing, and Brad's background uh, is really key in this with construction management, um, as well as property investment and development. 
uh, he, he spent uh, 10 years working as a uh, site manager, then project manager, and then contracts manager for uh, a re refurbishment uh, contractor in London. Now, uh, by putting all that together, um, we we'd identified um, uh, an opportunity where uh, we we basically uh, negotiated a, a deal with a purchase price of 650,000 for four blocks of eight units. And the existing um, business operation that we were buying uh, or buying the assets from was producing solid levels of free cash flow. The, the gross rents were uh, 145,000. So just to, to let people do that equation again, um, the purchase price was 650,000 with a gross rent of 145,000. So you're looking at a, a yield that's in excess of 20%. Um, now, what uh, what we uh, what we did was uh, we went to Shawbrook Bank, who as a lender in the space, and uh, and got a formal mortgage offer in place. And in the midst of um, in the midst of the uh, the legal process for that purchase, we also purchased uh, pre-auction. Uh, two more blocks of eight units each. And these were uh, purchased well below market value, where uh, it was 125,000 for 16 units. And it was a, uh, due to a distressed sale, uh, and they were predominantly vacant versus the cash flowing other ones. And we're in, need of a full re refurbishment um, and by by acquiring the um, I, I suppose the combined 48 units which is 72 rooms we're able to benefit from the existing cash flow but we'd brought it below market prices now what the real opportunity uh, so that sounds really good you know doesn't it like you're, you're you spend a total of uh, 773,000 or 75,000 in purchase price. And you've got a, uh, a day one rental of 145,000 before, oh, yeah. yeah, before you, uh, you do up the other ones. Now, what, I, I would like to share is, is um, and this is our business plan. So um, I, I, uh, I don't talk about this stuff uh, openly, but you, you've asked me to do some as I'm going to. Uh, and then refurbishing the two vacant blocks, uh, they're going to be leased by a housing association. So this is for 16 units. Uh, the gross rent will be in the region of 133,000. Now, what that will do is it will increase the gross income across the uh, the 72 rooms to 278,000. 
Now, in the longer term, um, we will be looking to refurbish the other four blocks and, uh, and improve the standard for our, uh, our housing association uh, partners. And that will further increase the gross rental income. Now, uh, how do people, you know, get involved in this? So, um, what what we do in return for uh, their investment, our our business is offering investors uh, a fixed return uh, of either ten percent per annum, paid out. Uh, on a monthly basis uh, for a period of, uh, uh, that would be agreed of either two or three years. And at the end of that two or three years, uh, Jewsbury Road Property Estates would make full repayment of the investor's capital. And I think it's important that uh, people are, are clear that there's a, uh, there's a, a way uh, to get their capital back. So following the completion of the refurbishment works, we will refurb, uh, sorry, we will refinance, I should say, into new commercial lending. And that will be based on the improved gross rents uh, and the five-year social housing leases in place. Now, our ability to pay that, uh, that, 10% and we actually have another option. If someone um, is looking to uh, to obtain a first charge, because we paid cash on the two, unf uh, uh, the, the two blocks which need to be refurbished, we have an ability to put a first charge on, uh, which would be available for investments of over 200,000. Um, now, that would come with an 8% uh, interest rate. Um, smaller amounts um, would be uh, without the first charge and would be using the, uh, the income um, from the existing business to service the monthly interest uh, payments so we're using the free cash flow from the existing rental income um, to service the loan while we refurbish. Uh, we then get the higher rent in and remortgage or, or uh, at least take out a mortgage because um, there's no mortgage lending in place on those two blocks. So that's the, the basic structure. And um, you know, if someone um, sounds interested in, in finding out a little bit more and they're uh, eligible, uh, they can get in touch with me, will at socialhousingleases.co.uk. So, um, James, any questions? Yeah, I mean, the, um, the word eligible just jumped right out there. What sort of investor would be eligible for this kind of investment? So th there's a there's a few uh, aspects to this. So um, there are uh, obviously uh, FCA compliance 
Um, you know, so people would have to have funds in the UK. Um, they would have to be able to prove the source of those funds. They'd also have to um, go through, uh, as with almost any other investment, um, the, uh, the certification of uh, what category of investor they were. These are fairly straightforward things for people who uh, have invested in anything uh, in the UK before. Um, but the main eligibility is that uh, we've got to both feel comfortable with each other. Uh, when someone's um, effectively lending us their money, um, there's got to be, uh, I suppose, a mutual respect, trust, understanding, and uh, and a, a a willingness to, uh, I suppose, be open. Um, people often um, get into bed a little bit too easily uh, in all sorts of um, business and investment undertakings, and I, I think that's an enormous mistake. And we uh, we want to, you know, be working with people that um, you know we like and trust, and and you know th uh, that they feel the same way. And that usually involves a um, a a few communications uh, and ideally uh, some face-to-face -face meetings, which at the moment, unfortunately, are, are being done via Zoom. Yeah, of course. But Zoom does have its advantages. <laughs> so tell me, I mean, that sounds like a really interesting deal. What stage is it at, at the moment in terms of um, the renovations? So uh, we we have um, we have got down to um, the preferred uh, contractor stage with our tenders. Um, and uh, ideally, we'll be be signing a. Um, so we're not sure what uh, when people are going to be listening to this, but we're we're in the middle of winter and it's snowing. So uh, you, you, in in the UK, you don't open uh, roofs uh, that snow can get into in the middle of winter. So uh, what what we've done so far is we've we've done a, a strip out of the property. Um, where uh, all, basically all the, the stuff that's not going to stay has been removed. Um, where, uh, and there's been a load of skips go out and uh, we've got a, a, a fairly good um, plan in place in terms of uh, how the uh, build will go. So we're going to do the outside of the uh, property so the, the roof and um, there's some repointing required uh, and, and one of the the number one bugbears that I have uh, that this property is a classic example uh, in doing the roofs we're going to get the gutters done but the previous uh, previous management uh, have basically not cleaned the gutters uh, twice a year like you're supposed to and you get a hole in the gutter and you get a leak down the side. Now, most people are scared off by this sort of stuff. It's actually relatively easy to fix it. Um, 
but you've got to be organized and, and have uh, professionals involved, which is what, what we've done. Um, and so once the, uh, the building envelope is uh, sealed off, we'll get into the interiors. And um, um, so we're, we're looking at roughly um, a, a six to eight month um, build period uh, for the refurbishments. And that, that allows a uh, adequate time for the drying out of the property um, following the, uh, I suppose, the sealing. Um, and yeah, that, that's where we're at. Nice one. Well, Will, thank you for taking the time to run us through that today. Food for thought, I'm sure. Um, can we get you back to discuss any other aspects of social housing? Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the um, one of the things that I, um, most people listening to your podcast um, would would like, a, I suppose, a comparison of uh, how how you know how to get involved with it and why property and why social housing uh, versus the plethora of other options. And I'd be happy to um, happy to discuss the the, the merits and um, I suppose advantages uh, as I perceive them in, in social housing as an investment category. Sure, yeah, I think um, I think some sort of comparison would be good just to just to um, give people a contrast with something else. So, Will, thank you very much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure. I just want to make sure because um, you did um, you did put your email address in there. Just repeat that for me one last time, please, where someone can reach you if they want to talk to you about social housing and investment. Sure, will at socialhousingleases.co.uk. Perfect. Will, thank you very much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure um, to speak to you. Thanks again, James. We shall speak soon, no doubt. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks. Welcome to My Property World, a light and informative look at all things property. We have designed this series for people involved in property and property finance in the UK market. However, we do take examples from all around the property world. Our aim is for us to make money from property together. Whether that be buying, selling, financing, trading or getting involved in a deal in another way. We do this by informing, entertaining and enjoying ourselves talking property, which gives you a chance to get to know us, what we're up to and to check us out until you're ready to make money together. In the meantime, My Property World is free and fun, so plug in your headphones and enjoy. We would love for you to like, share and comment, so please do on social media. And if you have questions, ideas for topics or deals you would like to explore, we're always looking for guests, so get in touch via the My Property World profile.